Hey friend, I'm Beth Ann Schwamberger, host of the Brilliant Business Moms podcast. This show is all about brilliant women, just like you, who are growing their businesses in the margins. You're juggling nap time and work time, wiping up messes with writing blogs, and I don't believe you need big, impressive numbers or shiny accolades behind your name to be brilliant. This show is about realistic, doable strategies that will work for you and your business right where you are. Big and little wins are celebrated here, and every single one of my listeners is a big deal in my book. Grab your coffee, and maybe the laundry, and be encouraged by business mamas who'll make working in the margins just a little more fun. Hello, friend. I'm so excited to be spending time with you again today. Welcome. So I have some exciting news to share with you. My course, How to Be Brilliant on Social Media, this is a best-selling course. I have over 4,000 students. I know, a little nuts, right? Well, it's on sale this week. So this course is regularly priced at $47, and it's on sale for $27. My favorite part is that I've added some extra trainings and bonuses. (laughs) So not only do you get this best-selling class that will show you how to stop obsessing over what to post and easily build a loyal tribe, It will show you the real purpose of social media, how to build strong relationships with your audience, relationships that will last for years to come and truly help you to build your business. And it's also, here's my favorite part, it's going to help you bring the joy back when it comes to social media. So not only do you get all of that, the signature training that has helped thousands of brilliant business moms like you, I've also added some bonus trainings. And if you're a past customer, don't worry, you get these too. So my bonus trainings will show you what's working on Instagram right now. I've got my Instagram stories, best practices. I'll show you how to use Instagram stories and then give you additional content ideas and ways to grow with Instagram stories that you may not have considered before. And I'll also give you best practices for the Instagram feed. So again, even if you haven't seen success with hashtags in the past, for example, there are many, many other growth strategies strategies that you can be using on Instagram, and I can't wait to share them with you inside these bonus trainings for the How to Be Brilliant on Social Media class. Now, here's the thing. I've been accused of underpricing my products in the past, and it's true. I really do. (laughs) I've even had people reach out to me and say, Bethann, I didn't buy your social media class for the longest time because it was priced so low, and I felt like this has got to be just like fluffy nonsense, right? Like who is offering helpful content at, you know, $27 to $47? Well, they finally were like, okay, I got to see what the hype is all about. She's got thousands of customers, you know, great reviews. So what is this course all about? And then this person purchased the course and got in and she's like, okay, like you need to price higher (laughs) because, you know, she just didn't think it was valuable because of the price. So I get that, but I also get the reality of being a stay-at-home mom trying to grow your business in the margins. And so that's why I do try to have products at a variety of price points. 
So if you've listened to past podcasts, you've heard that that my mini class model at $15, that didn't quite work out, but I am able to in my business to have some more premium courses and then have some mini classes like my social media mini class and I can price it more affordably. It works for me and I love, 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 especially that it works for you and can work for a mom who's on just about any budget. So I'm so excited about this sale. Head to brilliantbusinessmoms.com forward slash social to grab my How to Be Brilliant on social media class for just $27. You're going to love it. (laughs) So this sale lasts through Monday, July 8th at midnight Pacific. So if you're listening before then, you can get the class for just $27. If you're listening after then, you can get the class for $47, which is still (laughs) a really good deal. But I would love to see you grab it for that extra special sale price. Because again, I know how exciting it is to get a great deal on a business resource. I go for sales all the time (laughs) when my favorite, you know, business experts have a sale on one of their resources. So I love doing the same for all of you. And I love just helping you to get started, helping you get that extra oomph and passion and knowledge that you need to succeed and to just kickstart your business growth. So I actually sent out a survey and in today's podcast episode, I'm talking all about Instagram stories and why they matter. And I think by the time you're done hanging out with me today, you are going to be excited and amped up for Instagram stories too. Before we jump into today's episode, I have to tell you something else really fun. I just sent out a survey to my past social media students, and within a few minutes, I had some responses back, which was so fun, and they're just the sweetest, kindest things ever. I love sharing with you what my students have to say because they often see things differently than how I see things, and of course, I know that it's much easier to take someone else's word for it than the course creator, right? Of course, I'm going to tell you my product (laughs) is great. But here's what some of my students just today had to say about the class. One of them said, I love the simplicity and the straightforward approach. Amber said, I absolutely loved the post prompt ideas. It's challenging to create unique content each day. And sometimes I just need a question to respond to. I found the prompts alone to be massively valuable, not to mention everything else I learned in the course. I got to tell you too, her business is amberrochelle.com. She's crushing it. Like she is awesome on social media. (laughs) So that's amazing that I was able to help you with that, Amber. And thanks for taking action and just being amazing with your own social media content. Oh, I love this as well. I asked my students, what do you wish was included? Any extra trainings, extra support, bonus features? And here's what they had to say, which I love, again, for like a $47 product that's now on sale. One of my students said it was pretty loaded, which again, I love. So, you know, you're not going to get in there and be like, oh, I can't believe I paid any money for this. Like, it's a lot to learn. It's a lot for your money. And then another student said the course was full of value already. So again, it just made me so happy because... For such an affordable course, you're getting a lot out of it. You're not going to feel like there are all these, you know, missing pieces. Ooh, and this one is perfect for today's episode. Today, we're talking all about 
Instagram stories and why they matter and how they can help you build your business, even if you've tried them in the past and you didn't necessarily find it worth your time. I'm talking all about it today. And Gina said, this course pushed me to get outside of my comfort zone and try new things, especially Instagram stories. Yes, love that. Okay, so let's dive in. I want to talk to you today about Instagram stories and why they matter. So one more time, make sure you head to brilliantbusinessmoms.com forward slash social to pick up your copy of my How to Be Brilliant on Social Media course before the sale ends. So I want to start by telling you a little bit about my own journey with Instagram stories, because when it first came out, I guess a couple of years ago, I personally felt like stories were super exhausting to create. They felt really stressful to me. I think as someone who's especially wordy and was used to really long Facebook lives or long podcast episodes, I felt very limited by Instagram stories and kind of the short video format. And so it took me a while to really get comfortable with stories. And I'm so glad that I didn't just throw in the towel early on and just say, okay, stories are not for me. I'm too wordy and it's taking up too much of my time. No, thank you. It wasn't until late 2018 that I gave stories another try. I wasn't really sure what was going to happen, but I knew that if I didn't commit, I would never find out, right? So I committed to spending a month being on stories every day and just basically telling myself, this is an experiment. Let's just see what will happen. The other thing I told myself every single day (laughs) during that first month of being consistent with stories was this will get easier. That was a huge mindset shift for me and it made a big difference in me sticking with it because for the longest time, my attitude towards stories was this is so hard. This is so exhausting. This takes too much time. And all of a sudden I said, wait a second, think about all the other things things you've done in your life, Beth Ann, that at first felt a little overwhelming, a little time consuming, a little hard. And you know what happened as you continue to do those things? It got a lot easier, like way easier, right? It's true of just about anything in life. So I flipped the switch and instead told myself, this will get easier. So every single day when I was tempted to not hop on stories, not post anything, I told myself, this will get easier. And it did. It has gotten so much easier. After that one month experiment, I have basically been on stories, I would say at least 28 out of 30, 31 days every single month. And that's now lasted at least six months. So I'm a very regular IG stories contributor and it has gotten so much easier. It takes way less time for me to post on stories now because you get into this groove. It's like your fingers know what to do. Your brain knows what to do. You stop overanalyzing what you should post and you're just very quickly and easily able to put yourself out there. And here's the very best part stories are way more fun too. So I mean, there's a reason I kept going after a month. It got to the place where I just really enjoyed being on Instagram stories. And what makes them really, really fun to me? Well, in addition to the fact that I can be really spontaneous, I can share things that aren't perfectly planned out. I can share funny mom moments (laughs) from my life that just happen to come up that I don't, you know, really have any other place that makes sense to share those. I can 
share anything that's inspiring me or encouraging me that I think my audience would love as well. So I love the spontaneous kind of carefree nature of Instagram stories. But my very, very favorite part is all of the relationships that I've built with my stories viewers. So when you think about whether you'd like to give stories a try, maybe it's your second, third, fourth, or fifth try, or your very first time trying stories, I want you to think about it in terms of the relationships that you can build. I hear a lot of Instagrammers talk about the fact that they don't have the swipe up because they've got less than 10,000 followers. And so why should I even give stories a try? I mean, I can't get the click through. So who cares? Friend, that is like a crazy mindset. (laughs) If I do say so myself, think about it. You've likely been posting in the Instagram feed for years now, and there's no direct way for people to click on that posting come to your website, right? You always have to tell them, head to the link in my profile. Well, you can do the same thing with your Instagram stories. Just either put your quick and easy link, whatever it is, make yourself a pretty link like brilliantbusinessmoms.com forward slash social. That would be a pretty link right there that basically redirects you to the longer link for my class. You can do that for your blog posts, your podcast episodes, your shop, your email freebie sign up page, all of those things, you can create a pretty link for them that's easy for people to remember and just plaster that text all over those story panels when you want people to click. And of course, yes, also send them to the link in your profile the same way you do in your feed. You can also tell them to send you a DM. It could be as quick as, you know, write me back an emoji, send me an emoji, and I'll send you the link, right? So then you just manually send everyone who's interested a link. You can also do a little survey that says, hey, have you grabbed this freebie yet? Or have you listened to this podcast episode yet? And say like, yes, or I'm about to, or the second one could be send me the link. And so you can see all the people that chose send me the link, click on each of their names and DM them the link. It's really easy. So to me, this whole swipe up, I don't have the swipe up, so I shouldn't try. Like that's just, it's crazy talk. And I think to me that the bigger issue there is that you're completely missing the point of Instagram stories. The point of stories isn't just to drive traffic to your website or get more email signups. Those things are great, sure. But primarily, you should be using Instagram stories and in my opinion, every form of social media (laughs) other than Pinterest. Pinterest is its own thing. It's not really social media. But Instagram stories, Instagram feed, Facebook groups, Facebook page, Facebook lives, any of those forms of social media content, the main purpose should be relationships. Building strong relationships matters so much more than reach, than views, than anything else, than click-throughs. Strong relationships are what you need to build a healthy business because no one can take that away from you. If you know your audience so well that they feel like friends to you, you know their biggest passions, their goals, you know what matters to them. You know little details about their lives, like how old their kids are, for example. Maybe that sounds creepy to you. In my case, not so much. I know a lot of my audience members, like (laughs) who their kids are, how old they are, who homeschools, who doesn't, all of that kind of stuff. 
Because to me, so many of my audience members are not just audience members, they're friends. They have become my online friends and I love them so much. And that's what gets me excited and amped up to be on Instagram stories on a regular basis. Now, the other really common question I get asked with Instagram stories is like, what the heck would I even say every day? Like, how are you coming up with things to share or say multiple times a day, day after day after day? Like, that seems exhausting. Well, again, when you reframe it and start looking at those individuals viewing your stories as being similar to your BFF, your best friends in real life, it really changes what you share and how you share it. Now, I'm not saying that you need to go on Instagram stories and be like, oh man, I just had this disagreement with, you know, so-and-so the other day and like, oh, I really need some help figuring this out. Like (laughs) there are some things you might text your BFF that you're not gonna share on your Instagram stories. But, you know, think about like the funny gifs that you might, or memes that you might text to a BFF or just the funny moments from your day, the funny thing that your kids said that you might text to a BFF. You know, if you've got common interests, then you might share things around that. You might share an article with your friend that you're both interested in. Maybe that's a nerdy thing. I'm not sure. (laughs) If you're like, wait, who shares articles? Then I'm totally a nerd because my husband, Chris, and I, like we will send each other links to articles (laughs) pretty often. (laughs) So I should do a poll on my stories and see if that's crazy nerdy or not. But, you know, same idea. Or you want to share encouragement with that person, right? So you might text them a little note if they've got something going on that day, or even if they don't, just a note that says, I'm thinking of you and I think you're awesome, things like that. So as soon as you start approaching your social media audience as your friends, it really changes the dynamic there. Now, with that, you need to remember that these are friends with a particular interest and that's why they're following you, right? So my friends on Instagram stories, for the most part, they're following me because they're moms who want to grow a business in the margins. So the things that we have in common are we're both moms. A lot of times we're both stay-at-home moms, often with younger kids at home, and we are nap time and bedtime hustlers, basically. So most of my audience, they also have big goals, big dreams and passions, which is very similar to me. And so that allows me to divide my my stories content into basically three spheres. So the first sphere is business help. And for me, that often comes in the form of longer, you know, face to camera video stories where I'll just share some business wisdom, some business tips. It's generally like the practical nitty gritty things I've learned after being in business for five years online. And so I'll kind of dig deep on a certain topic. I did a series last month about hiring help and who buddy, I didn't even realize I had that much to say until. <laughs> I recorded my first story on it and then realized, oh, okay, I could break this into this part and this part and this part. And to be quite honest, I think there's still more I could say. And there are still questions that you all have asked that I can answer. So that's one is business advice. 
The second one would be goal setting and productivity. So just helping the moms in my audience to make progress towards their goals every day to find those little pockets of time and to be encouraging as far as that intentional living goes to let them know that they can do this and that when things get tough, tricky, they have a setback, that's okay. You know that I'm still here for them and I'm cheering for them and they can pick themselves back up and keep going. So that's kind of realm number two, which overlaps a little bit with realm number three, which is basically mom life, (laughs) right? So I share lots of funny little snippets of what my kids are doing and just funny mom moments I'm having or even maybe a more difficult mom moment, but kind of turning it into something I can laugh at or kind of change my perspective on and turn it around to be encouragement for that other mom out there who maybe is also having a rough day. So as far as the mom space goes, I want to, you know, give my audience a good laugh, kind of cheer them up a little bit. Or I want to give them some encouragement so they don't feel so alone and that they know they're doing an amazing job as a mom. And that, you know, we kind of face these dichotomies all the time of like, we've got these big goals and dreams, yet we've got little mouths to feed all the time, right? Like the feeding never ends. (laughs) And so just letting them know, like, it's okay. It's okay to kind of live in this push and pull space to not have everything figured out and to still trust that you're doing the best you can and that's amazing. And I see you and I support you and I'm with you in that same struggle. Like we're in this together. So those are basically the three main topics that I tend to share about on my Instagram stories. So I want to encourage you to think about the three main topics that your audience will most resonate with. I know one of my awesome students, Bailey of Purple Rose Bows, she does a great job of sharing her day-to-day mom life, like cute moments with her kids because she sells hair bows and they're primarily designed for little girls, right? So her primary customer is a mom with little girls, just like Bailey. She's got a little girl and little boy. And so sharing those behind the scenes, cute kid moments, mom moments, her audience totally relates to that. But then second, she also shares lots of cute hair bows. Like she'll share styling tips or show how her little girl is wearing the hair bow for the day. She'll share those new designs. And then Bailey also shares not just kind of the cute kid angle, but also kind of the mom life angle. Like on her stories today, she was talking about kind of her laundry woes and asking her audience, like, who can commiserate? Who's in this boat with me, right? So her audience completely relates to her life with her little kids, mom life, those mom struggles that are so real. And then of course, they love her adorable hair bows and they love to see those styling tips and they love to see the new designs and how to pair those with cute little outfits. So those are the three things that Bailey chooses to share as a part of her hair bow business on Instagram stories. But if you're someone, and I know this is a lot of people's concern, which is I don't share my kids online. I don't want anyone to see their faces. I don't want that. I don't want people seeing those behind the scenes moments. That is totally fine. You can pick three different areas to share. I mean, you could still have a hair bow business. So you could share about hair bows. And then you could also share funny mom memes, for example. And then maybe like those funny mom cartoons that you're seeing on Instagram more often now. Or even just you talking face to camera about a funny mom moment that you had and your kids aren't there. You're just relaying the story, for example. So there are plenty 
plenty of ways that you can come up with three main content buckets that you want to share about on Instagram stories. And it doesn't have to involve constantly sharing behind the scenes of your life or sharing about important people in your life. You should definitely do what's most comfortable to you. I know for me, my kiddos love to be on video. They are always asking after I record them, can I see it? Can I see it? And they're so happy (laughs) about it. And Holden always wants to know, like, what did your brilliant business moms have to say about my joke or, you know, whatever it was that I shared about him. And so the fact that they really enjoy it and I just, for whatever reason, I'm very much an open book and I'm not that worried about the whole privacy thing. Maybe it's more that I just realized it's kind of a lost cause. I, (laughs) I don't know. I started blogging about Holden early on because we adopted him. So I started sharing about his adoption journey early on and didn't give it much thought. And so then it was just like, well, he's out there on the internet. So let's do this. Let's share of him. And I'm just, you know, really conscious that I'm sharing positive things about my kids and not sharing the kind of stuff that they're going to be like, mom, you know, 20 years from now, that shouldn't be the case. I think they're really going to (laughs) love the fact that they've got all these cute little stories about them. It's just this really fun collection. Okay, so if you're getting excited thinking about your three content buckets, and by the way, the kind of content to create and narrowing in on your social media personality, yes, you need to have one. (laughs) This is covered inside the How to Be Brilliant on Social Media course, so covered in a lot more detail than what I can do here in this podcast episode. But If you're struggling with having those content buckets, but now you still don't know what content to put in them, like what to actually share, I'm going to cover that in more detail in our next podcast episode together. So my next podcast episode is going to be seven things to share on IG stories when you're stumped on what to say. And I think you're going to breathe a lot easier after that episode because you'll realize, oh my goodness, I don't have to like constantly record videos of me in my life all day long, every single day to make Instagram stories work for me. You absolutely don't. So I think you're going to love that and be amped up and be that much more prepared to be consistently present on Instagram stories. But because this episode I knew was already going to be long, kind of sharing why I love stories and how to use it, I wanted to make that a second episode for you all. Now, the other question I got from Ashley inside my Facebook group, such a great question, Ashley. She wanted to know, do you share more photos or more videos on your Instagram stories? And as you might guess, I don't have that one right answer for you. I think if you're nervous about Instagram stories, you can absolutely start off just sharing photos with captions. I did a lot of that during planner season this past year. I'd share a lovely photo of the Brilliant Life Planner, little caption, link up to the shop, and those did really well. I mean, I got traffic to the shop and sales in the shop just from doing those little static photo posts. And they certainly tend to be faster and easier to create. You don't have to look all glammed up or anything like that to just share a photo. But what I have noticed for my own audience and my own Instagram stories is that when I am doing face-to-camera videos where I'm sharing a hard lesson I've learned or I'm offering some encouragement to my fellow moms or I'm sharing, you know, a valuable business lesson that is something I feel like maybe other people aren't really teaching on. 
I get the most DMs and responses to those Instagram stories. So for me, the videos that I can do on stories, especially me, just face to camera, me talking to my people, those work the best for me. They're the most effective for me in terms of the metric that matters to me, which is building relationships. Those are the stories where people take the time to DM me and say, that was so helpful. Thank you so much for sharing this. Or that was just what I needed to hear today. Thank you so much. And those ones just warm my heart when I get those messages that, you know, me taking the time to record a couple minutes of video, and then I do add text to every single panel because I know I don't always have time to put the sound on or I might be in a situation where it doesn't make sense to have the sound on my phone. So I like to be able to look at other people's stories and just see what their text panel says. And so I make sure I do that. I add text to all my little panels. And so really, though, I can get a couple minute Instagram story video out in less than 10 minutes of my time. And then that will be kind of my main story for that day. And then I might do another big video story like that the next day. And what's interesting is I definitely see much more drop off on my stories if I'm doing those longer videos. If my video is anything more than a, a minute, I'm going to start to see some drop off on who's watching. But I'm not worried about that because I'm also going to see way more DMs, way more personal responses back of people saying, I appreciated this and I needed this and thank you so much, right? So it's like, why would I cater to the handful of people who are like, yep, don't have the attention span or time for this today. I'm done. Why would I cater to them? I want to cater to the people who do have the time to engage, who do have the time to watch, who for them, this is exactly what they needed to hear today. So that's where too, I think when we obsess over some of those metrics, it can steer us in the wrong direction. If we only obsessed about our viewer numbers, that might encourage us to do nothing but post little static photos and let me just post one random quote at a time kind of thing. And sure, you're going to have like no drop off because it's a one panel story, for example, but you likely are not having as big of an impact on your audience. You're not building as strong of relationships. Whereas when I hop on video, it's as though I'm FaceTiming you, right? And I'm talking right to you and telling you the same things I would tell you if we were on FaceTime and you were my BFF or we were having coffee together and you wanted to pick my brain about, you know, my business advice or you wanted to pick my brain on getting some encouragement on this crazy <laughs> journey of being a mom, right? So again, relationships matter more than reach. It's all about those relationships that you're building with your people on Instagram stories. So I do want to encourage you to give those face-to-camera videos a try. And you don't necessarily have to look all pretty and polished every single day. I've definitely given that up and use filters as needed. I don't love using the filters. I'd rather it just be natural old me, but really depends on how ragged I am <laughs> for that day. Okay, so the final thing that I wanted to point out for Instagram stories and why I think they're so powerful and so worth your time, even if you've kind of tossed them aside in the past, and that is, now this is, this is a stat I think you can all get behind. 
which is more than half of my premium course customers. So the students who purchase my brilliant product launches course or those who purchase my course plus my coaching group. More than half of those students were Instagram stories viewers of mine. I mean, they were people I could look down my customer list and go, yep, I see you in my DMs all the time. You're in my DMs all the time. You are, you are, you are, you are. I know all these people. What was so fun and exciting was welcoming in these new students and feeling like, oh my goodness, I already know you. You're like already a friend of mine. And so this is going to be extra special fun to be teaching you (laughs) because I already have a sense for where you're at and what are your big goals and hopes and dreams and all of those wonderful things. And those sales did not come from being pushy or, you know, making anyone feel like they had to purchase. They just came because I had built relationships with all of these wonderful women over several months time. And we were great friends. And to them, I think it was just a much easier yes for them to say, yeah, I want to be part of this course of Beth Ann's because I I like the way she teaches me on Instagram stories. I like her style. She has the same values as me. That's a huge one that came up for my students over and over again. They said, Bethann, I love that you're a stay-at-home mom working in the margins just like me because they're like, that's how I want to build my business. I don't want to build this business that gets so big and complicated that I feel that I have to have full-time you know, childcare to run it. Basically, they don't want to be in that boat. And I feel the same as them. That's just not more power to you if that's what you're doing. My husband was raised by a full-time working mom, and I think he's a better man for it. So yeah, I'm not saying anything against that. It's just it's just my personal choice and something that I enjoy. I love that I get to be home with my kids and just work in the margins. And I'm committed to making sure my business stays within those bounds to make making sure it doesn't get to a point where I feel, okay, the only way to run this thing is to have, you know, full-time daycare basically. And again, that's something that it's so interesting because I don't, I don't necessarily talk about that all the time, but it's more that people see it. Like they see the fact that I'm home with my two-year-old. They see the mom moments. They see what my day-to-day life looks like. And they're out there thinking, yeah, I want that. That's what I want. And so they want to learn from me and follow me, not just because of the fabulous stuff I can teach them. (laughs) Totally tooting my own horn there. Oh, Oh, brother. So it's not just that, but it's also that like they want the same kind of life that I have. And that was really powerful for me to realize that of like, oh my goodness, by just sharing my life with all of these wonderful, amazing women, by being their friend and basically inviting them into my world, that also was a reason why they chose to purchase from me. They want the life that I have versus the life that, you know, some of the other big influencers have. And so they resonated with what I'm up to and said, okay, well, however Beth Ann is building her business, <laughs> you know, we want to build ours the same way, right? We're not going to build our business by going on, you know, a hundred speaking gigs a year and always being out of town. That's not what my audience really wants for their life or, you know, whatever. There's, there's tons of ways that you could build a business, but 
quite a lot of them, you know, take up more time, I would say, than what my audience wants to spend on their business. And I get that. And so (laughs) they know if they learn from me that they're learning strategies that they can implement in the margins. And, you know, I think the message there is basically, it goes back to what we've all heard a bazillion times before, which is people buy from other people they know, like, and trust. But it's so true. And so be brave, my friend. You can do this. You can invite people into your world. It doesn't have to be your whole world. I'm not saying you got to take them into the bathroom with you. Oh, gosh. That's kind of a nutso example. But yeah, invite them into the parts that you want them to see. But I would encourage you to be brave and treat your audience like a friend. And if you're just getting to know them and they're a new friend, then great. Like start there. Start by sharing the things you would share with a new friend and invite them into your world and share your values and lead by example, lead with your life because they're watching. (laughs) I mean, your audience is watching way more than you might think they are. And by simply showing up and sharing of yourself and focusing on building relationships, not focusing on what can I get out of people today? Like, no, don't do that. (laughs) Just ask yourself, like, how can I help my people today? How can I encourage them today? How can I give them a little bright spot to their day and approach it from that angle? And I think you'll be amazed at how you can build relationships, love social media more, and just have a wonderful time using Instagram stories. So don't forget two things. First, I'll be back soon with another episode all about the seven things you can share on IG stories when you're stumped on what to say. Okay, so I'm not going to leave you hanging there. (laughs) And second, make sure you grab my course, How to Be Brilliant on Social Media. It is $27 and it's worth a lot more. (laughs) So my audience tells me. (laughs) So grab it while it's on sale because I love being able to give you an extra special deal. So head to brilliantbusinessmoms.com forward slash social. Particularly if this discussion on building relationships and treating your audience like friends, if that resonates with you, if that sounds awesome to you, then you're going to love the course because that is a main focus of what I talk about in that course. And I feel like it's just a breath of fresh air in this, you know, stressful, overwhelming online marketing world. And I really want to help you bring that joy back when it comes to social media. So brilliantbusinessmoms.com forward slash social. And of course, now it's your turn to head out there and be brilliant. Brilliant.